are such an asshole. I don't know why I did the intro. I have no idea. Um, <clears throat> it's just out of habit. No, no, no. And we're starting early. I don't know why we're starting early. I was like, oh, I might as well get a jump on. I'm done with that. It's like, I, th- guys, the day's coming. Mark my word. Let's sit. We'll, we'll get to the topics later. You will, if you, you guys, if you do what I say, you're going to come out better than me, earlier than me, and ahead of me. And then you got to get to the point like, oh, all the work is done. All the work is done. And I know I said I was done with the house. I am done with the house. But I still had to do some pickup, some cleaning. And then there's regular, you know, seasonal maintenance. Like you're supposed to seed the yard again during fall, like twice so that the snowpack makes it good. And after you pull weeds out of, you know, half an acre of land and rocks and rocks, and you water it, you know, you're spending probably well over 200 hours, 300 hours on the darn thing. You want to make sure it sticks. You don't want to do 299 hours when the 300th hour would make it that the grass would take. So if you're going to do it right, you go to do it right the first time and thoroughly and all that. So there's that type of work. But I had um, I had put the final, final brick at the final retaining wall. I should even take a picture of it. Then I had some leftovers. I had to pick up the shovel, the uh, wheelbarrow. And then there's some leftover gravel that used to backfill the retaining wall. And so I'm like, oh, what am I going to do with that? And then it just got to it where it wasn't 100 degrees out. All right, let's get it done. Shoved it, cleaned it out, raked it out, put it in strategic places on the property to further stop erosion and reinforce my uh, my driveway. And then you're like, Oh, in past three days, I wake up. What do I got to do? Not, have you noticed there's two podcasts in one week? Huh? Going to the gym, go to the poker, and you're used to this. Go, 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 go. <clears throat> and then there's a day like there's nowhere to be. Everything up until this point, you're like, there's a rush, and it will be decades long. Most people are always in a rush. Why? Because they made bad choices. But back in the day, we didn't have the technological advancement and innovations, the creations that we did that were time savers that they are today. <clears throat> and so everyone was in a rush until they died. Then you had materialism like, oh, hey, we have a choice with the Industrial Revolution. Should we just sit and chill? Look, the information technology revolution. Should we just really sit and chill? No, let's make, I need, I need a, a plastic bouncy house. I need four vehicles. There's only two of you. Yeah, but. And that's why you're always rushing. You're trying to essentially get out. You're in a race against the interest rate of debt. The compound interest rate of, uh, rate of debt. That's what you're racing against. That's what you're constantly going. Go, 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 go. But, uh, and like I said, I, I took a lot of wrong turns in my past that if you avoid some key wrong turns, you will literally at least be a decade ahead of me. And you're going to get to this point where like, oh, my bachelorhood is completed. Oh, I even cocked where they didn't cock. Oh, I took the excess gravel and there was that one bald spot that one, I even got that done. <clears throat> and I'm not the type to like, Make it become my uh, 
Moby Dick. It's, it's I'm not gonna be Captain Ahab, but there's always gonna be a flaw or a, a minor problem. You know, there's always gonna be an imperfection. I'm not going there. I know perfect is the enemy of good. But it, it got to the point like there's there is nothing else to do. And then you holy cow, what do we do now? And you realize, wow, there's no one else around, which I've said before. But then uh, it takes a, uh, so far it's been about half a, half a week of squirrel. And then stopping immediately anger management to you stop that, pull it back. There's, it, it's a, it's like your system, your adrenal system gets hit. Like, got it. Eating a go, go. Fishing move, go. <clears throat> Gas, go. I'm not saying that you just lethargically sit on your ass between each project or, or action you take. But for example, I've learned to sit and let people finish their meals. No matter how painfully slow people eat. I never understood why you people take so damn long to eat. You finish your damn food. So I'm not talking that speed. I admit I eat fast, but oh my God. Look, I know most people don't have anything to look forward to in life. I do. All right. Now, if we could all go my speed or like 70% the speed of Cappy, <clears throat> I'd appreciate it. But I'm like, all right, I eat fast. Normal people are going to eat their normal. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's all right. Now, can we go? But uh, yeah, there's no like get gas, get gas, and I found out like I'm rushing to nothing. There's nothing now. I was at the coffee store the other day, yesterday, which is also the other day, not today. It's the other day, that one other day. And I'm working on a, a new teachable course. It's just going to be a basic standard um, financial planning course uh, with a more modern day spin, And more importantly, how it fits into the modern day context of economics and society. Um, so there's going to be some basic stuff, but newer stuff that's added to it to make sure that when you do the basic stuff, it counts. It's not, oh, I just invest your 401k. Why? Well, I never thought about that. Well, maybe you ought to. So I was sitting there doing it. And there's like this thing in your stomach. I bet you a lot of you guys got this thing too. We're like, like scrat from Ice Age, you're always trying to get that. And, and I was like, what the F? There's nothing. There's nothing. I had to sit down and think. There's nowhere to be. The poker game isn't until 6.30 with the old timers. They ain't going anywhere. I got five hours before this thing happens. I already hit the gym. I already did all the work. And, and so I just, you had to sit there. And no, there's nowhere to be. It's nowhere to be. Also, still yet nowhere to be. And I know it's gonna it's gonna take a long time to deprogram this, but you're getting there. <laughs> you're gonna get to the point. And hopefully you could get that hit to your adrenal. Hopefully you could turn that off or at least regulate it. But I'm I'm kind of hopeful and excited. Oh, wait, I could kind of do what I want now. And I, I need to, you know, take at least a week off or something, but no, I'm thinking like, oh yeah, fossil hunting again. I remember the fun time you used to have. Remember those days? 
I had a sweet spot where there was the great recession. So there was no economic opportunity, but I had my finance classes. I had rental income and I had dance class income, but it was seasonal. So I could, I could do it and I could do the other stuff remotely. That was like the perfect balance where I get my work done in about two hours and boom off done. And then the economy got better under Trump. True. Then this stuff happened. Then I built the house. And now that's all. Now we're finally getting back to normal. Like, oh, yeah. I could go to have a piece. I can, I can have a coffee now and sit and relax and not be in a rush anywhere. But, so that's why we started early. Um, Let's do this quickly. Oh, hang on. Hang on. Let me do the sponsors. Sponsored by The Way of Monkey Book by Turd Flinging Monkey. Speaking of stoicism and learning to control not your, your emotions, but your initial reactions and responses. Uh, go get the way a monkey book. The modern name Marcus Aurelius written by Turk flinging monkey. Atham is looking for a job. Maybe not right now, but he's going to be graduating this year. So he's putting on some feelers. So if you are in the need for a chemical engineer, uh, contact me. Uh, where to go? Come on. I had it here. Vela wave. If you want to be able to go over here, if you're going to do that, you go over there. <clears throat> if you, let me get to the chats. There we are. If you would like to not pay for gas, may I recommend getting an electric bike? The VeloWave bike. I have the Prado S model. That's linked now in the chat room. And you can use the password uh, Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, capital letters. And I think you get $200 off. And then you could go ahead and charge it up using your solar panels. And you won't have to <clears throat> worry about gas prices anymore. I'm doing the really kind of crappy promotions here, obviously. PirateBookTakedown.com. If you're a content creator, you don't like people stealing your stuff, go to PirateBookTakedown.com. Where Doug will do all that work for you. And then Bowtied Raptor, uh, which is just the uh, name, uh, but it, the website is BowtiedRaptor.substack. Uh, they are a computer programming hub of sorts, a resource. So if you want to get into the world of computer programming, <clears throat> they offer a newsletter, they offer tutorials. There's the premium package where you get to do one-on-one. -on -one, and I'd recommend starting out there if you're interested in the world of computer programming. A lot of people, what should I, how should I tackle the world of computer programming? I'm not a computer programmer. I'm not a computer guy. It's a question for Eli, the computer guy. Or the people over at bowtiedraptor.substack.com. Check them out. And pushingrubberdownhill.com. Go there and get Adam Pickett's book. <clears throat> Here it is. Hang on. I had to go on the phone. I don't know why this is on the phone. But it's not on the computer. This is from the New York Times. And um, pretty much the New York Times always lies. <clears throat> It's a dead IP. Am I back? Oh, my God. <clears throat> One if I'm back, zero if I'm not. 
I'm sorry. I just, this is, I had the energy and now my computer just kicked me off. Am I here? One if I'm back, zero if I'm not. Oh, wait, I'll have some fine rooster booster light in the meantime. All right, cool. Thanks, guys. We're back. Um, I don't know why this is on the phone and not on the computer, but it's from the New York Times. So uh, usually if they have any opinion or anything like economics or political, it's, it's a lie. Uh, but this is kind of um, neither. And um, this was making the rounds earlier. And your natural human inclination is to actually kind of help out human beings. I want to give you a different spin on this. The title is More Trans Teens Are Choosing Top Surgery. And I had to look up what top surgery means. Top surgery means they remove your breasts, the top. I thought it was something different, but that just means you remove your breasts. A double mastectomy of sorts, or more specifically, if you look it up, the removal of breast tissue to sculpt it to look a certain way. <clears throat> Small studies suggest that breast removal surgery improves transgender teenagers' well-being, but data is sparse. Some state leaders oppose such procedures for minors. I want you to listen to like just kind of the, on the face of it, you would say no. Unless you're 18 or 19, a legal adult, you should not be getting transgender surgery. Why? Why do you hate transgender people? No, it's because you're a teenager. You're a moron. You don't know what you're doing. And uh, there's a lot of mental illness associated with transgender uh, uh, choices, community selves. Not do you hate transgender people, but actually quite the opposite. You care like, whoa, wait a minute. I mean, we had a, <clears throat> well, I had a, a transgender client. And this guy was going full balls to the wall or no balls to the wall. He's going to go through the, he was doing the chemical treatment and all that. And he was going to have the, the surgery. I said, look, man, four in 10 uh, people, uh, I think it, it's attempt suicide, attempt. Uh, and you really got to think this through. Now, why did I say that? Did I want to stop him or her from his or her dream? No, you, there's a chance this is risky. All right. But this guy was a full-grown adult. I think it was in his 30s. And when you're 14, 15, 16, 17, yeah, you're not old enough to make these decisions. That's normal. That's just caring about kids. That's mature reason, common sense. When you listen to the tone of the New York Times article, like, well, studies show it helps their improvement. Wow, I don't care what your small studies show and research suggests. Right, all the social sciences are wrong. All the liberal arts are wrong. There's that veracity crisis in psychology, particularly, but the liberal arts or the social sciences—they can't repeat their studies. You know, if you're wondering why the social sciences haven't brought about the utopian utopia they all claim is going, you well, why are people still poor? Why are there wage gaps? Well, wouldn't the social sciences have solved this? Shouldn't we all be the healthiest, most mentally healthy, psychological people in, in, in the history of all times? Because we have the psychological industry. No, it's getting worse. Why? These fields are not effective. They're fraudulent. They're bogus. They're crap. They're worthless. So I know when they say studies show, research suggests, I'm like, yeah, that study did. Does it have any bearing in the real world? No. Chances are it's probably the opposite. You know, trust the science. Well, I'll trust real science. I'm not trusting social science. Um, <clears throat> Michael 17. 
How smart were you when you were 17? Arrived in the sleek white waiting room of his plastic surgeon's office in Miami for a moment he had long anticipated, removing the bandages to see his newly flat chest. So already you know this was a woman. And now the New York Times very cleverly, being so clever, uh, they're calling in a, a him a him or her, her a him. After years of squeezing into compression undershirts to conceal his breasts, the teenager over was overcome with relief that morning last December wearing an unbuttoned shirt. He posed for photos with his mother and the surgeon. Dr. Sid Hib <clears throat> Gallagher, happy to share his bare chest with the doctor's large following on social media. It just felt right. Well, let me stop right here. I've said it before. There are legitimately not straight people. I would even say there's legitimately trans people. You know, I'm not man. I was born man. I want to be a woman. Okay, there's legit. There's legit people who have Asperger's, autism, mental illnesses, and then there's the 75 percent of you. I think are just faking it for attention. And the first thing you do is go to social media. All right, now 17 year olds. That's what they're going to do. But it it's kind of like like abortion. Like shouldn't that kind of be a private affair? Well, if you brag about it. Now, now I'm questioning your mental health. Now I'm questioning your motives. And it's fine if, oh, look, I got the new brand name shirt all the kids are wearing. Look at me. Click. Duck lips. But if you mutilate your body, yeah, look at me. That's not a shirt. That's your body. <laughs> it's not your, it, it's not a nice pair of shoes. It's your brain. Whether you're going to apply psychotropic drugs to your brain, chemicals to your brain, or you're going to physically alter the way you look, you're going to physically remove or add things to your body. You really got to make sure that that's what you're like. You really want that for you. You're not doing it as a response to the rest of society. You're not doing it to belong or be popular for some kind of ulterior motive. Because if you do, it's going to be a nightmare for you. It's going to be a night, and, and that's where it's, you know, four in 10 uh, attempt suicide. <clears throat> that kind of makes sense if you're being intellectually dishonest with yourself, which is why I didn't really worry about my client. The guy or a gal seemed like they were sincere. And I'm like, okay, it's not my body. Go, go ahead. All right. But the first thing you do is go to social media. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, it just felt right. Like I'd never had breasts in the first place. Michael said it was a yes, finally kind of moment. Michael's part of a very small, but growing group of transgender adolescents who had top surgery or breast removal to better align their bodies with their experience of gender. My God, the words in that. Why don't you just say gender? Why don't you just, why do you have to say experience of gender? What, what weird new introduction of lack of thought what cute little clever concept did you come up with that now we have to say experience of gender? Why can't you? Well, fine. <clears throat> you believe you're, you're male? Fine, go be male. I honestly don't care. If you're, if you're born female, you want to be male, go, knock yourself out. Your body, I don't care. But what do you mean experience of gender? Why are you complicating this? To better align their bodies with your experience of gender. Why not just say to better align their bodies with their gender? Most of these teenagers have also taken testosterone and changed their name, pronouns, or clothing style. Okay. <laughs> Again, 
Raising my concern, you're doing this for popularity reasons. Few groups of young people have received as much attention. Republican elected officials across the United States are seeking to ban all so-called gender-affirming care for minors, as you should. <clears throat> oh, my God, the bad Republicans stopping young kids from making rash decisions. Look, we don't let kids drive cars until a certain age. We don't let you drink. We don't let you own guns. I think uh, 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 surgery is uh, especially as in, oh, OK, I, I want to I'm trying to think. I want a cleft lip fixed. I want earlobes. And uh, I want to change my unit. I want to remove my junk. I, I want to remove organs. Hold on now. How can you paint? <clears throat> I'm curious. Do you people at the New York Times actually think the Republicans are the bad guys here? As opposed to just like concerned people? Republicans are getting in the way of 14-year-olds cutting off their junk. Good? <laughs> and? I mean, I'm libertarian. I like, well, yeah, okay, go ahead. When you're 18, you can do whatever you want. But in the meantime, maybe you ought to hold off. <clears throat> I really want to know: Are the are do you people that no one at the New York Times is going to read the listen to this? But you know, no one reads the New York Times. Are you guys going to really? Are you guys claiming the Republicans are the bad guys here? Uh, turning an intensely personal medical decision into a political maelstrom with significant consequence for transgender adolescents and their families. I don't know if it's a political maelstrom. I think it's just to, to end insanity and bad choices. <clears throat> Rash decisions. Uh, Gender-related surgeries in particular have been thrust into the spotlight. Arizona and Alabama passed laws this year making it illegal for doctors to perform gender-related surgeries on transgender patients under 18, <clears throat> as they should, as they should. And I also like how it's state rights. So if you don't like, if, if you're 16 years old and your mom, because let's just admit it, your dad ain't around, am I right? And your mom is okay with you getting the surgery, okay, then you go to a state that allows it. I think this is a very interesting study in libertarian thought. All right, you have guns, you have pot, <clears throat> you do not have the transgender surgery, but you have low taxes. All right, that's for a group of people. Some people can live in that state. You have transgender surgery, it's bought and paid for, you have high taxes, go to California. And you can have it at 12. Okay, fine. Long, long, I don't care how you handle it. It's not my life. I don't care. Uh, conservative commentators with large followings on social media. Well, and just common sense people, I'd imagine, too, have recently targeted children's hospitals that offer gender surgeries, lean to iron harassment and bomb threats. Well, you shouldn't be doing that. Genital surgeries <clears throat> in adolescents are exceedingly rare, surgeons said, but top surgeries are becoming more common. And while major medical groups have condemned the bans on gender-related care for adolescents, the surgeries have presented challenges for them. Uh, my, and there's a picture of Michael. I think it's a woman that had her breast removed. Uh, much research has shown that as adults, transgender men generally benefit from top surgery as adults. I say it relieves body related distress, increases sexual satisfaction, improves overall quality of life. Uh, a few small studies of transgender adolescents suggest similar benefits in the short term. Well, Maybe wait. Look, if it 
if it shows improvement in adults, <clears throat> should we not just wait until they're adults? Like, look, I understand you want freedom, but holy cow, homie. <laughs> can, can you just wait? Can you just exercise some patience? But some clinicians have pointed to the rising demand and the turmoil of adolescent development as re at turmoil of adolescent development. You mean just being teenagers? As reasons for doctors to slow down before offering irreversible procedures. Although medical experts believe the likelihood to be small, some patients come to regret their surgeries. The World Professional Association of Transgender Health, I'm sure they're not biased, an international group of gender experts. Gender. <laughs> We're not making it up. It's clown world. Yeah. And what percent, what correlation coefficient between their studies and actual bearing in the real world do you think there is that the studies they do? who write best practices for the field had been planning for months to set a new age minimum for gender related surgeries, including endorsing top surgery for adolescents, 18, uh, adolescents age 15 and up 15. Did you know what you were doing when you were 15? Imagine having a parent that would let this happen to you. Just think about that. Just think about it. I know it's a very small minority, but this is where we're going. And I know the desire to be popular is so powerful. Do you guys remember? It's an obscure one. Um, uh, Christian Slater. Uh, Heather's. And it, it it wasn't too far away from reality. And this is in the late 80s. Where the girls to be popular were killing themselves with sleeping pills. That's what this is. The pressure to be so popular and be so accepted. Guided by your grooming teachers, by the way. Guided by teachers, guided by media, guided by social media, guided by politics, right by the Democrat Party. Look, you guys are the ones that being a boring straight person just isn't cool. Um, if, if not, you're bad. You're part of the patriarchy of the system and whatever. Uh, and these young kids are going to pick up on that. And they want to belong. They want to be popular. And it's it's so easy. I, I pointed this out this before and how not to become a millennial. Where all you have to do is claim to be gay. You don't actually have to be gay. You'd be claimed to be gay. Oh, you're really popular. I think TFM had a guy on his channel who was going trans. He was like taking the drugs and everything. And he was part of that community. And he was talking about how fake everyone was. Like they were super nice to him. And I'm like, and he like immediately got popular, immediately got accepted, but no one would sleep with him because he was still kind of an ugly guy or gal. And the second he went back to being normal, no, oh, no, it all went away. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, I, I guess who doesn't want to be popular, but I'm not having surgery done to my body to be popular. Let alone changing my gender. And I ask again, what percentage of this is legit real? You are a man in a woman's body and you want out. Okay. Versus you just want to be popular. Which is why we should have adults in society to make sure kids don't make stupid decisions like this. But look at our adults now. I mean, look at look at Gen X parent. I know you all think Gen X is great. No, no, no. Look at Gen X parents. They get divorced just the same as boomers. Oh, we, we worship broken family homes, single moms, rarely single dads. <clears throat> and may I point to you the schools? Teachers are, are in, uh, complicit, implicit in this, complicit. I mean, they're cheering you on. 18 and uh, 15 and up. <clears throat> Although the guidelines are not binding, 
they provide a standard for doctors around the world. But this month, the group abruptly withdrew the proposals, a shift reflecting both political pressure and a lack of consensus in the medical community. There are no official statistics on how many minors receive top surgeries each year in the United States. The New York Times surveyed leading pediatric gender clinics. Or Remember when you thought, oh, pediatric care. You know, I want to be a children's doctor. Oh, they're nice, loving. I want to go under the knife, kid. Eleven clinics say they carried out a total of 203 procedures on minors in 2021. And many reported long waiting lists. See, that? that's the other thing. Like, is this the new cool thing the kids want to do? I'm not kidding. It, in my day, you showed up with a pair of Cavarishi pants. Nowadays, girls show up, teenage girls show up. I got rid of my breasts and I cut my hair. Is that what it is? Is it? <clears throat> Reason I'm smiling. Oh, Cappy, is it dark? Oh, it's dark, man. It's dark, but it ain't me, so I don't care. Uh, another nine clinics declined to respond and six said that they preferred patients, referred patients to surgeries in private practice. Dr. Gallagher, whose unusual embrace of platforms like TikTok has made her one of the most visible gender affirming surgeons in the country. Right. It's popular. Forget. What was it? The Hippocratic Oath? First do no harm. Well, she threw that out the window, right? For popularity. Look, guy, I don't know why y'all would be so popular, especially in this country with a, a country full of freaking morons, an inferior degenerate. I really, why do you want to be popular in the United States? <clears throat> um, said she performed 13 top surgeries on minors last year, up from a handful a few years ago. One hospital, Kaiser Permanente, Oakland, carried out 70 top surgeries in 2019 on teenagers age 13 to 18, up from five in 2013. So 70, okay. Uh, according to researchers who led a recent study, I can't honestly think of another field where the volume has exploded like that, said Dr. Karen Yoku, a retired plastic surgeon in the hospital. Experts said that the adolescent top surgeries were less frequent than cosmetic breast procedures performed on teenagers who were not transgender. Experts said that the adolescents were less frequent. Okay. Teenagers, okay, so girls just getting regular breast augmentation. Around 3,200 girls age 18 to 29 received cosmetic breast implants in 2020, according to surveys. Uh, remember, bah, 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 and another 4,700 teenagers, 13 to 19, had breast reduction. So there's more reductions than implants. I, I know this is kind of a bit macabre, but numbers are numbers. It shows you more women are interested in being less attractive to men than being attractive to men. <clears throat> and I, I, for you girls that want to be edgy, if you want to fight the patriarchy or whatever it is to be popular in high school, instead of removing all your breasts, why don't you go with a breast reduction instead? That we could still be popular, but not have your breasts removed. Watch some morons got to come in here. You're so ignorant about this. You don't know. I, I don't want to know, dude. I don't want to know the details. <clears throat> of the... Though ASP does not recommend, okay, ASPS does not recommend breast augmentation in minors. An evolving field. In the past decade, the number of people who identified as transgender has grown significantly. Keyword identify. I think I appreciate you pointing that out. They identify. They not are. They identify as. Has grown significantly, especially among young Americans. Around 700,000 people under 25 identified as transgender in 2020. 
according to the Williams Institute. I mean, we're talking a fraction of 1%, a research center at the University of Los Angeles. Uh, gender clinics in Western Europe, Canada, and the United States have reported that a majority of their adolescent patients were seeking to transition from female to male. Again, another key bit of data and evidence suggesting that this is about popularity. Women want to be more popular than men. The, the desire to conform is, is stronger among women than men. That's not an opinion. I mean, how many memes with the, the old uh, Milfy Cougars wearing their brown shoes for pumpkin spice fall thing, and they got their white sweaters and their jeans and their brown hats? I it Again, it's, this is the teen, it affects teenage girls more than teenage boys. Okay. Because breasts are highly visible, they can make transitioning difficult and cause intense distress for those teenagers, fueling the demand for top surgeries. I... <clears throat> Okay, social pressure is pressuring you. All right, fine. You feel uncomfortable with breasts? Think about that. Now, I don't have boobs, but, you know, I got junk, right? Now, as guys know, kind of gets in the way. You got to fidget with your nuts. You got to adjust. Maybe your ball sack gets, you know, you're sweaty. And the ball sack, just like wallpaper, gets slapped right up against your, your leg. You got to peel it off. You know, you're sitting. It, it's there. It's inconvenient. <clears throat> That's because it's there. That's normal. I imagine it's the same thing with breasts for women. They kind of get in the way, right? Girls, they get sweaty underneath, right? You got to mess with them and fidget with them. Bras, make a thing. What if we have gone so far that, and, and, and kids are so coddled and they're not support, supposed to suffer any inconvenience in life that we've now convinced young teenage girls that those breasts are pain. Like the discomfort is pain. It's not that it's normal. Like, well, yeah, you got breasts there, especially if you got big breasts. Like, oh, that's painful. Oh, it's annoying. <clears throat> it's like having a boil or poison ivy. Oh, it's there all the time. I could see just, just moving that Overton window a little bit to where women can't live with young girls, young women, uh, teenage girls, get it in their head that that's painful. Who knows through enough uh, of their groomer teachers, but I think, oh, it's oppression or patriarchy. And then there, it's just a little bit of a nudge. You're like, oh, hey, with all the pressure to be popular and different, you don't want to be straight, do you? You don't want to be a pretty girl, do you? Oh, God, you don't want to be like those normies, those cisgendered kids with you know, whatever, I don't know, nuclear families. <clears throat> you should get, you should turn your name to Donald. You should have those completely removed. That's what it seems like here. Oh, the, 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 the discomfort. Well, I guess, shouldn't they kind of be discomforting? They're in the way, right? I wonder how much they're going to get because there's no there's no parents. There's no stops. There's no regulators here. Oh, yeah. You should get the surgery. Um, Because breasts are highly visible. They Well, yeah, they are. Make trans. It could cause intense distress for these teenagers. What is this distress? Defined intense distress? What are you talking about? Amy's got big boobs. So what? Guys are going to hit on her. Is is that now too distressful? What was a normal thing for all of human existence? You know, poor Amy develops early. She got big hands. Now every guy is like, you know, like the South Park episode. Now she's getting a lot of unwanted attention. All right. It is distress. Is, is, it an, is that a reason then? To cut them off? 
I don't care. You're going to find my position later. I, I just want to understand. I want to understand how weak we've raised kids now and how permissive we've become as parent or absent of parents that we're going to let this happen. Now, admittedly, it's the minor of cases, but <clears throat> this is the New York Times rationalizing it. And given the exponential growth in it, albeit it's very small still, I'm, I'm wondering, like, is this going to become a fad? Is this going to be teenage suicide? Don't do it. No one's going to get that reference. But again, in, in Heather's, are, is it going to be like, it's going to be popular to kill yourself with sleeping pills? Is it going to be popular to get some form of, of trender, uh, tr uh, transgender surgery? I don't care. I got no cat in this. I just want to understand. I just want to understand. Uh, fueling the demand for top surgeries. Small studies. Okay. So you don't even have a lot of studies. You have some small studies, either in number or number of participants. And it's all social sciences. So I don't believe you have shown that many transgender adolescents report significant discomfort related to their breasts. Again, I shouldn't you? Including difficulty showering, sleeping, and dating. So we're, we're solely focusing on girls right now, right? Or are you so edgy, New York Times, you're not using male-female, right? Uh, as the population of these adolescents has grown, top surgery has been offered at younger ages. Another notable change, more non-binary teenagers are seeking top surgery, said Dr. Angela Gepford, the medical director at the Gender Health Program at the Children's Minnesota Hospital, who is non-binary because, of course, she is. Hang on. Let me just look. I want to know if my my theory on leftists in general holds true. And my theory is that uh, lazy people, leftists are uglier <clears throat> because they're lazy. Now, this gal's a doctor, so that, that didn't take up. Maybe I'm wrong on that one. But um, the reason leftists tend to be uglier is because to be physically attractive takes work. You have to go to the gym, the general correlation. Yeah, overweight. Okay. I, uh, good for you, buddy. Guy, gal, I, I don't know. Uh, you were you were hired as an affirmative action hire because Minnesota wanted to hire you. I think it was a girl turned guy, or maybe it's a guy turned girl. I don't know. Uh, okay, good, good. I hope you get lots of clients. Like, what was it? Blair White is an attractive man turned woman. She put in the effort. I'm willing to call her a she because she put in the effort. I I just, if you're fat, I don't believe your choices. I do. I believe your all your choices are work avoidance. That's it. All your choices are work avoidance. <clears throat> uh, the program does not perform operations, but refers patients to independent surgeons. These adolescents may want flatter chests but not other masculine features brought on by testosterone, like a deeper voice or facial hair. After many months of deliberations over its new guidelines, the World Professional Association for Transgender Health, look at that self-declared group, initially decided to endorse top surgeries for adolescents 15 and up, part of a suite of changes that would have made gender treatments available to children at younger ages, but the organization backtracked this month after major medical groups 
It had hope would support the new guidelines bristled at the new age minimums, according to Dr. Marcy Bowers, a gynecologic and reconstructive surgeon at the and the president of WPATH, who is transgender. All right, let's look up Marcy Bowers. Anything but the gym, am I right, guys? Marcy Bowers. Oh, she's an attractive woman. Wait. Yeah, so she uh, she's also does... Um, Marcy Bowers. I think it was a guy turned woman, but he did. Yeah, uh, I think this is this is legit. Um, <clears throat> focused on people going out of the ninth. Oh, she's in Trinidad. Okay. I think it, Mark Bowers, Marcy. Yeah, so it was a guy turned, uh, he did the full transition. Salute to you, sir, ma'am. Uh, put the effort in, no doubt. Okay. Um, where'd we go? Oh, I'm not there. I'm here. <clears throat> uh... We need consensus, Dr. Bauer said. I just think we need more strength for our argument and a better political climate, frankly, in order to propose this at a younger age. Why do you guys want this proposed at such a young age? What is wrong with being at 18? Oh, but they might suffer. Yeah, life is suffering. It's good for people to suffer a little bit. And then at 18, okay, fine. You could, you know. Wouldn't you feel better, too, that they're 18 and they're doing it? Look at all the extra legal ramifications. You open yourself up to lawsuits, all this other kind. Why not just wait until everyone's 18 and they can go do it? Instead, the guidelines keep the previous <clears throat> recommendations published a decade ago along surgeries for minors on a case-by-case -case basis because teenagers in most states must be 18 before they can provide medical consent. Surgeons require parental consent and approval letters from mental health care workers, the, which is no guarantee because we know psychology Psychology is not a real field. The two to four hour procedure costs anywhere from 9000 to 17000 That's not that expensive, I find. That's pretty cheap. Depending on faculty and anesthesia fees, the procedure is often not covered by insurance until patients turn 18. As demand has grown, Dr. Gallagher, the surgeon in Miami, has built a thriving top surgery specialty. The doctor frequently posts photos, FAQs, and memes on Facebook. It's about popularity. <clears throat> Instagram and TikTok proudly flouting professional mores in favor of connecting with hundreds of thousands of her followers. Her feeds often fill with photos tag Nip Reveal Friday, highlighting patients like Michael, who bandages were just removed. On her office windowsill sits a frame nameplate with one of her best-known catchphrases on TikTok, Eat the teat. <sighs> Slang for removing the breasts. Well, that, okay, this woman's mentally ill. Why would you... An a, a egomaniac, why would you let an egomaniac do it? Look, I, I'm all... You get, we'll get to my position later. I'm all for this becoming the new, craziest, hippest fad ever. Hey, cool kids, you want to be cool and not work and get special treatment and be worshipped and, and adored? 
get this surgery. Dr. Gallagher said she performed top surgeries on about 40 patients a month. Wow. <clears throat> well, let's do the math. Let's say that's 100,000. That's 400. 400,000 a month. Good money for her. Maybe, the, maybe she is Operation Evil. Maybe she knows exactly what she's doing. Uh, and roughly one or two of them are under 18. Younger patients are usually at least 15, though she is operating on one 13-year-old, one 14-year-old, she said, both of whom had extreme distress about their chest. Okay. I feel like Captain Kirk, the new ones with Chris Pine, when he's in the, what, the Karugi Yugi test. Our shields are down. That's okay. He's eating his apple. Well, that's fine. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, the surgeon said that most of her patients, teenagers and adult life found her on TikTok. Her online presence has drawn sharp criticism from right-wing media, as well as from some parents and doctors who say she uses performing the platform to market to children. Good. <clears throat> she goes on the beat. She goes to the beat of her own drum. Dr. Bauer said for a lot of us, that's troubling. Dr. Gallagher said she doubted she had the influence or critics ascribed to her. Most of the time, I'm just trying to deliver educational content, she said. When Michael first saw Dr. Gallagher's TikTok page last summer, he was immediately intrigued. Michael and others in the article asked to be identified by their first or middle names because they were concerned about their privacy. He liked the photos of her patients, observing that their scars had healed well and liked that she seemed to be an ally of the transgender community. I got a question. Am I considered an ally of the transgender community? I, 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 serious question. Am I? Or, or because I'm asking you to stop and think about this a bit. I'm just anti-transgender. I really like, because I'm like, hold it, hold it, hold it. Something wrong. Maybe you ought to go seek mental health. Am I wrong? <clears throat> or is it, if I don't agree with any, if someone doesn't agree with you, they're against you. Is that what it is? Because it get in the way of your popularity? <laughs> Because they're getting in the way of your effortless purpose, reason, and value in life. Uh, since hitting puberty at age 10, Michael said he felt annoying discomfort about his breasts. Okay, it was a girl. By the time she was 12, I'm referring to her as a she. She wore hooded sweatshirts every day <clears throat> in the Miami suburb. In eighth grade, after she had several severe panic attacks at school, Michael said she started seeing a therapist who encouraged her to talk about her body to issues. Uh, where's father? Is the father available for comment? That's what I want to know. She experimented with small ways to appear more masculine, such as trucking, tucking in her long curly hair into a beanie and wearing boys' clothes. Well, that's every girl now. It was the first thing I ever did to try to make myself more comfortable in my own skin, Michael said. Came out of his parents as a transgender boy, uh, when he was 14, a year later at the start. So the father was around <clears throat> a year later at the start of the pandemic. He started weekly testosterone injections while doing remote school. He got into strength training and his voice dropped. A second puberty he relished, but was grateful to undergo privately. Michael started in-person school, feeling 10 times happier, he said, but his chest still tormented him. Testosterone excess shrunk the rest of the time. It can easier to conceal a binder. I'm going to have one of those weak spells here. Hang on for a second. Uh, when Michael was 17, Annie said she decided that waiting another year for surgery would put him in too much pain. Because her insurance covered the procedure only for adults, she took out a loan to help pay for it. 
so the mom who's whose mom is is the mom annie <clears throat> i want to know who took out a loan I, I, it doesn't matter you see what i'm saying it's just like you're too weak what you can't wait a year you to Aaron, wait a year and we'll give you twelve thousand bucks. Okay. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Michael's psychiatrist initially wrote a letter signing off in the surgery, but he later revoked it, putting the surgery in limbo. Well, which one is it, you psychologist? Come on, it's a science, right? Should be conclusive, right? Uh after Michael started a higher dose of antidepressants. <laughs> The psychiatrist endorsed the surgery as planned. Now, nine months after the operation, Michael is a senior in high school. He said he is focused on the parts of his life that have little to do with his gender. Doing, uh, here we go, here we go, theater tech at the school, seeing friends painting and applying for college. Just say you don't want to work, man. Just, just say I will do anything, including changing my gender and mutilating my body to avoid work. Just say it. I will do anything to avoid pain or discomfort even. <clears throat> he also feels less pressure to prove his masculinity than before, he said. He's growing out his hair and uses he, she, and they pronouns. In June, he took his girlfriend to the prom wearing a brown suit and pearl necklace. <laughs> oh, God. In 2018, doctors at the Pediatric Gender Clinic at Children's Hospital Los Angeles published a study of 136 transgender patients, 18 to 25, half of whom had undergone top surgery. Adolescents who had not undergone the procedure reported significantly more distress because of their chests. Okay, roughly one-third of those who underwent surgery reported ongoing loss of nipple sensation. I think they removed the nipples, maybe? Only one patient expressed occasional feelings of regret when imagining wanting to breastfeed a future child. There, there's very few things in the world that have 0% regret rate in chest surgery. Clinically, I've experienced that, said Dr. Johanna Olson-Kennedy. All right, so they're satisfied with it. This data, although limited, and, and I will question, I'd like to see a, a longer longitudinal study. So far, people seem to be okay with it. All right. I still don't understand the 4 in 10 suicide attempts, but okay. You know, you social scientists have it all figured out. That's why the black community and American Indian community are doing so well. We we solve poverty, right? There ain't no poor people, right? Math, Wyoming, that's all done, right? Everything's great now in Wyoming, right? Um, but the case, but the study has caveats. Most patients were surveyed less than two years after the surgery, and nearly 30% could not be contacted or declined to participate. Oh, Oh, yeah. Okay. I wonder. Wonder, wonder who. Oh, who. Who's going to attempt suicide? Few researchers have looked at so-called detransitioners, people who have discontinued or reversed gender treatments. And in July, a study of 28 such adults described a wide array of experiences with some feeling intense regret and others having a more fluid gender identity because so few studies. How bored are we that we're like, I'm going to change my, we're going to create genders and I'm going to choose every day. 
it's it's not your shoes. It's not your shirt. It's your it's your biology, guys, gals, people. Because so few studies have looked at detransitioning, many doctors asking young patients and their parents to provide consent without acknowledging the unknowns, <clears throat> said McKinnon McCannon of New York University in Toronto, a researcher who led the study who is transgender. Of course. Can we get, I know it's boring, but can we introduce straight normal people? I don't mean normal in an insulting sense, but, you know, statistically normal. Kinnon McKinnon. Let's look him up or her up. <laughs> oh, he's jacked. He's jacked. I'll grant him that. He is one jack mother effer. Look at this guy. Okay. Okay. Add it to you, sir. Oh. But just as a researcher, I do feel there are questions that are deserving of answers and have implications for clinical care. <clears throat> Jamie, a 24-year-old college student in Maryland, was raised as a girl and began identifying as a transgender boy in the eighth grade. I'm, I'm confused. Would you not just identify as a boy? Isn't the transgender implied? After being sexually assaulted in her junior year of high school and then dropped out, she said she started taking testosterone. Three months later, after just after she turned 18, she underwent top surgery at a private practice in Massachusetts. For the next few years, Jamie said she thrived. Testosterone made her feel energetic and her anxiety dissipated. She went back to school and got certified as an emerging medical technician. But when she was 21, her father, who was dying of Alzheimer's, oh, that's horrible, that young? She's 21, her dad wasn't that old, no longer recognized her. She fixated on her wide hips, which she worried stood out next to her facial hair and deep voice. After a date where she had sex with a straight man, she said she realized she made a, had made a mistake. Wait, what? Hang on. I'm so confused. Was raised a girl. So she's a girl. She still a girl, still has the plumbing downstairs, so she could have sex with a guy even though her breasts were removed. I think where you lose a lot of the normal people, the you know, boring cis people, is this is <clears throat> no one you guys don't know what you're doing. Nobody has any clue, and so we can't follow the story. Uh realize that it she had made a mistake. What that she had sex? I realize I lost something about myself <clears throat> that I could have loved, I could have enjoyed, I could have used to feed children. Oh, that she had her breast removed, Jamie said. She said she grieved for months and contemplated suicide. Well, if you only surveyed 28 people, add another 3%, 3.5% to the suicide attempt rate or expect, uh, ideation. This spring, after a year of fighting her insurance company to cover the procedure, anything but... <laughs> it's 12 grand. Work another job. She never told the original surgeon that she had changed her mind, partly because she also blamed herself. Sometimes she said, I still don't like being a woman. I thought you wanted to go back. Many surgeons say that they rarely hear about patients with regret. All right, I'm, I'm going to believe that. That makes sense. 
<clears throat> that's the most common thing because you would think, okay, this, like, hey, can you undo this? Or there'd be inquiries about reversing the procedure. But it's unclear how many, like Jamie, never informed them. True. Dr. Gallagher of Miami said that she follows up with patients for up to a year. I could say this honestly. I don't know a single case of regret. Okay. More data. Dr. Gallagher said in May, adding that regret was much more common with cosmetic procedures. But one of her but one of her former top surgery patients, Grace Lindisky Smith, has been vocal about her detransition on social media and in news reports. I slowly came to terms with the fact that it had been a mistake born out of a mental health crisis, said Miss Lindisky Smith. Interview. She had top surgery when she was 23, about 16 months later. Miss Lindisky Smith, hyphenated name, said she called and emailed her medical providers, including to tell them she had detransitioned. <clears throat> when asked about Miss Lindisky Smith's case, Dr. Gallagher amended her stance, recalling that years ago the former patient had left a voicemail and regret a surgery. At the time, we wondered, is it a hoax? Uh, Republican politicians in states uh, country are pushing to ban all gender affirming care for adolescents, focusing much on their rhetoric, much of the rhetoric on surgeries. Uh, it's just common sense. It, it, the, for once, the Republicans are not evil, bad people here. Florida, where the medical board is considered such a ban for minors, Governor Ron DeSantis has argued that surgeons should be sued for disfiguring children. In Texas, where parents of transgender children have been investigated for child abuse, Governor Greg Abbott has called genital surgeries and adolescents genital mutilation. Well, it is. Dr. Bowers, president of WPATH, said that the politicians should not be involved in personal medical decisions. Uh, they just don't understand this care, so they just want to shut it down. No, <clears throat> you don't understand uh, common sense, children, maturity, sanity. You're, I think you guys are off. Maybe not mentally ill, but you're off. These are kids. I... They're kids. They're, and, and I don't know if you noticed the bad parenting or lack of parenting going on. <clears throat> Can we 16-year-olds to get a license? 18-year-old to vote? 21 to drink? No one a gun? Earlier this year, Dallas Children's Hospital shut down the only pediatric gender clinic in Texas, citing political pressure from the governor's office. This month, a woman was arrested on charges of making false bomb threats to Boston Children's after it was targeted online. Gallagher also said, receive other clinics, drop procedures. <clears throat> William, 14, who has identified as a boy since he was a young child, is supposed to see a plastic surgeon in Plano, Texas, for top surgery in May, but the surgeon canceled the appointment. Uh, malpractice insurer stop covering top surgeries for minors. I guess he's got to go to California. Oh no, states rights. Boo. Two weeks later, William started ninth grade as just another boy in school. He looks forward to swimming with his shirt off and going to class without wearing a binder. So it, it's a girl. Is is William a girl? Is he? Is she a girl now? Um, <clears throat> so here, all right, there we go. <clears throat> Anyone sane? Anyone who has the slight, has the slightest bit of Nicholas Wolfwood ethics and morality of protecting the children should be against 
any kind of gender transitioning surgery or drastic surgery on minors. That's it. Young people, this is why you don't give kids the right to vote. They're too stupid and they're too, too young. Also, society at large, not just the Republicans, have every right to put in these laws and ban these things because American parenting has gone to crap. Right? Also, third, it doesn't prevent people that when they become 18, they can do it themselves, which I think everybody is for. But I'm going to go even darker and more wicked. <clears throat> I'm going to argue we should let the minors have it. Now, what what age, okay? I'm going to say 13 and up. Cappy, why 13 and up? I'm almost even, I'd be Operation Evil on this one. Uh, if I was president, I'd even like, here's all your federal funding. Go get, go get it. And the reason why is when did you become responsible for your actions? Like the five-year-old boy who steals some candy from the grocery store probably doesn't know what they're doing. But even five, okay, let's say three. You know, I had Geronimo, not Geronimo, Lucifer. We went to Target. Lucifer grabbed some off the thing and ran out, and I had to run after her. And she, as a natural thief, ran right for the door, right for did go to the checkout lane, and she's like, ah, like you ever chase after a little three-year-old? You got to bend down and pick them up, <clears throat> not knock over anything else, not knock over people. You can't tackle her. God, you got to make sure they don't go out in the parking lot. They're fast, little three-year-olds. <clears throat> Did Lucifer know she was stealing? No, she saw the pretty pink pony or whatever the heck she grabbed and made, it, made a dash for the door. She's just having fun. <clears throat> Does a 13-year-old know? Yeah, 13-year-old knows. Does the five-year-old boy who gets in a fight know what they're doing, but does a 13-year-old bully know what they're doing? And here's what, do you guys, this is my point. <clears throat> do you guys remember all the assholes in middle school? I'm still contending that this is just a popularity thing, right? Do you remember going to middle school? Do you remember going to high school? And people making conscious decisions in whatever manner and capacity in the environment of school to be popular, <clears throat> to pick on fights, to be mean to people. And here's here's where I'm, I'm kind of like, all right, fine, you want the type of kids that are doing this? Are you fame kids? None of you remember fame. Fame was this horrible show. Fame, I'm going to live forever. I'm going to live how to fly. Fly! Da, 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 da. It was all these emo kids. It was it was way before millennials were millennials. Go look it up. It was a documentary on millennials in like 1982. These are the sanctimonious, I'm a pacifist, I'm an egalitarian, uh, people that we had to deal with when we were younger. They're the ones doing it for popularity. They're the ones that are special. They're the ones who think they're better. And there's also a, a tired, beleaguered, defeated cap who are like, I don't care. Because this isn't my fight. This isn't my kid. These, these are the parents. Are the parents failing them? Yes. Are the teachers failing them? Yes. Is society failing them? Well, not really. Republicans are trying to get in there and normal people. <clears throat> but their environment are failing these kids. And these kids, by the time they're 13, should kind of know there is no shortcut. But if you're that desperate that you want to be popular, 
if you're that weak that, oh, I have boobs and they're discomforting, I'm oppressed or whatever, we are like, hey, no one, you're like, it's just gonna, you're just gonna start. You wanna do it for popular, which is what I'm accusing these people of. Knock yourselves out. Here's all the money in the world. Go do it. Because just like a 13 year old boy knows it's wrong to steal something from the store, a 13 year old knows when they're like, oh, I'm doing this for being popular. I'm doing this for self-pity reasons. Yes, very tragically. Now, thankfully, it's a very small minority of people. <clears throat> thankfully, you know, people are, they'll grow up and they say, oh, remember that phase I went through? You know, and thank God I had a dad or or Mr. Johnson, the, the one not leftist teacher was like, no, man, just, just, no, you're not. You're not, you're just doing it for popularity. All right. Or, oh, you know, what is way more commonly the case. Remember why I claimed to be like Lacey Green when I was pansexual to be popular and edgy and oh yeah i'm totally bi and that way i got popularity from the boys but i never kissed a girl tee it was a phase like okay fine it's cool you didn't you didn't mutilate your body hey you know what you want to go to the mat it's that vital for you to be popular you're you're too afraid of work and effort to like do well in school be the best uh, person on the swimming team to go have some friends to not to have the intellectual strength to not give a damn what the morons in your high school or middle school think of you. That, that you you're so vain and so lazy. You got to do this because you don't. Oh man, you think fine, fine. <clears throat> President Cappy signed executive order. Here's all the money in the world. Go do it. Knock yourselves out. Because you have responsibility at the age of 13 and later. You know right from wrong. I don't care if you're 18 or if you're going through a phase or the environment of school and the pressure of school. We survived it. Everyone before you survived it. It's a formative experience. It turns you into an adult. <clears throat> but life is, oh, this your junk is in the way. Is it? And you, you're so dumb. You're so lazy. You got to come to the conclusion Hey, I got to cut my nuts off and take psychotropic drugs. Go ahead. Go right ahead. Because you're the type of kids that, well, we're just, we're just more mature than you. I don't know if you guys had these types. They're not the exact same types, but they were like the intellectual types. Like, I'm going to major in philosophy. I'm going to major. I'm going to save the world. They'd be in some nonprofit thing and helping out some nonprofit. And they were just so smug. It's the same kids. It's the same ones. Here's a check. Go. Get him, get him lobbed up. Oh, brave, amazing. Yeah, sure. Him, her, whatever. Your name's this now? Knock yourself. Absolutely. And then guess what? Just like every other bad decision, life will take its toll. <clears throat> life will be the judge. Life will be the final arbiter. And then these people will go through pain and agony. Now make the statement, make the case. Look. This is probably going to be bad for you. Wait till you're 18. Please. Right? I actually care. But just like the millennials telling me when I was like, hey, don't major in dumb stuff. You're literally, literally, I was called a sexist and a racist because I told people not to major in dumb crap. Right? Not all the time. Usually it's like, you don't know. You're ignorant. You're just destroying my dreams. Okay. F you. Knock yourselves out. Get $100,000 in it, $200,000 for our master's. Go to Middlebury. Go to some worthless joke of a school. Get your law degree. Go do it. Now suffer the pain. 
And it's the same thing. You, I bet you try and talk to these 13, 14 year old kids like, hey, you don't do that. Look, just hold off. All right. <clears throat> How much you want to bet they're going to call you names? They're going to call you some kind of phobe, transphobe, or something like that. Kid, you know, you catch him smoking. What do you do to teach him a lesson? Have some more smokes. Kids caught drinking. Hey, you're going to drink. That's a little bit of Jack Daniels. Have a real drink. Pour them two fingers. Watch them ralph their guts up. That's how you teach them. But if there was a little bit of humility and humbleness in these kids, like, I got some problems. And you go say, look, this isn't the solution. You really ought to think about this. And, and then they reject you. And then they start calling it, those are the types, those are the smug, philosophical, deep types, those are the fame kids. <clears throat> and as long as someone went in and says, hey, you really ought not do this, or you really ought to consider it, which you would think there's how many layers? There's the parents, there's the teachers, there's the psychologists, and there's the doctors. Apparently none of, I mean, there's got to be some kind of caveats. Do any of you say, are you really serious about this? Or are you just like, oh my God. Because you equally have nothing going on in life. You got to get excited when a child gets surgery. I, I don't know. I got other things going on in life, but maybe, I don't know. I'm not a public school teacher. I don't know how vapid and, 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 and pointless your lives are that you get excited when you convince a kid. But I got to think somewhere along there, somewhere there's going to be some parents says, hold on, wait a second. Some ain't right. <clears throat> don't do this. And as long as you've had that, I think a 13-year-old like, no. I'm going to do it anyway. Have fun, kid. I'm not going to stop you. I tried. I just made my peace. Told you not to major in dumb stuff. I told you to spend less than you make. I told you to stay in shape. I told you not to get surgery. But if that's getting in the way, and I'm the bad guy, you're a transphobe. <clears throat> and all, here's the other thing. The adult infrastructure, I can't believe I sound like I'm, I'm Calvin and Calvin and Hobbes where I'm against the adults. The adult infrastructure is so bad, so non-existent. They're going to glide path. They're going to skid the glide path for you. It's insurance is paying for it. I'm going to stop it. I'm going to stop. I'm not going to stop anything. And so whereas, yes, you have a moral obligation. Yes, politicians should pass laws. No, no minor surgeries. No. Absolutely. 18 or older. You should. That's the moral thing you should do. Especially if you're in a position of power, you should make that illegal. You could sleep with yourself otherwise. But when it comes to like on your personal interactions, like what you should advocate, all you can do is advocate, hey, you really ought to wait till you're 18. But if they go and do it anyway, have fun. See ya. You know, after a while, how many times are you going to bang your head convincing women that maybe they should fall in love, stay in shape, have a family, and and be kind and sweet to their husband instead of competitive or adversarial? I mean, uh, where's that gotten you guys, what, the past 15, 20? And well, I mean, yeah, go do your thing. I don't care. Right. <clears throat> you know, it, it's kind of the same thing with, like, menopause where you, you try to tell, you're trying to help women. Hey, you know, menopause comes in. You're not going to have kids anymore. What's the what's your what's the most likely result? You're going to be called the sexist. You're trying to help them. Why do you bother? Freeze your egg. Go get that master's degree. Get a doctorate. You go, girl. Girl boss. USDA 100% certified grade A girl boss. You go, girl. And freeze your eggs at 39 and a half.
I mean, thankfully, I do have some women that do heed. They didn't know that eggs, the quality of eggs go down. Like, in case you girls care to listen, I don't know. You can't, well, you can freeze your eggs at 39, but they're lower quality eggs. Stand a higher shot freezing your eggs at 25, 20s, or 20s. I don't know if you pay attention to what nature's trying to tell you. <clears throat> those uh, those have a higher viability. I know, I know. I'm so hating on the womans because I told you the truth. That might actually increase your chances of having kids outside of wedlock or the traditional means. But yeah, man, what? <clears throat> don't you get tired of it? Don't you get beat? And I don't know. I remember the smug assholes in school. Now, they got their comeuppance in another way. They had kids they couldn't afford, got divorced, and they had criminal records. They never went anywhere. <clears throat> I've seen them, and it was very formative of my understanding of karma. I'm like, oh, there's really not such a thing of karma. It's that if you act like a dick all the time, society's going to want nothing to do with you. And the only reason that you do well in school is because we're forced to tolerate you. That's it. And then once that artificial environment goes away, you're left out in the real world and no one's going to take care of you and you treat people like crap and then you're effectively ostracized and then you fail. Like, oh, okay, that's nice to see. And I enjoy watching them suffer. <clears throat> but when it comes to this, I just, just let it happen, man. Just let it happen. You guys aren't going to have kids, but, you know, some of your friends might have. Oh, she thinks she's a boy. Oh, good. <laughs> or at least give me the chance. Oh, yeah, what do you say to that? If it's anything but, yeah, we sat her down and says, well, if you're gay, that's fine. But we're not paying no surgery. You better sit down and think some things through. This better not be a popularity ploy. Oh, tee -hee, it was a phase. All right, that's what we thought. Like, oh, we're encouraging her. We're, we're getting her on hormone treatment. That's gone. That, that you, that's not your kid. It's gone. Can't save them. Priority. Gone. So there you go. Oh, let's go to Super Chats. New Horizons $3 Super Chat sticker. Don't see what it is, but thank you anyway for it. RS, five bucks. Tom Cruise was right about psychiatry being less than useless. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't do anything. I mean, I understand if you need to have a third-party opinion, you need someone to talk to, that's fine. But the the increase, uh, the, the degradation in the communal mental health of this society is proof psychology doesn't know what it's doing. It's it's an ineffective, it's, it's not worth it. <clears throat> Hat and clogs too, but love is love, Cappy, and has a bunch of, what's the white flag for? I'm all, I'm all for it. Go be trans. Go be gay. I, again, I have gay friends. I, I don't have any trans friends, but, but go do it. I'm I'm not stopping you. What I'm stopping is straight kids from trying to, from mutilating their bodies to be popular. That's it. <clears throat> but if you want to do that, oh, okay. And I'm called names. All right. <laughs> How many drugs? Shoot, you have as many as you want. Eric Burns Marsh, five bucks. The same people saying trust the science now are we're calling science racist, sexist, homophobe, pre-corona. I I don't I don't care. You live in the real world or not. I, I don't care. You can believe real physical science. You can believe, you know, the sciences or not. You can believe the social sciences or wisely not. I I don't care. 
I will make my own decisions and it will affect my own personal life. And as long as my decisions are based in the real world, I will have success. You will have failure or at least strife. You might get all the government money in the world, but you're going to be a mental basket case. It'll be constant torture the entire time. I don't care. <clears throat> Osama Abdu, two bucks. AC, can you let insight into the possible comic book? Um, it. I, I don't want to give it away because it's very clever. <clears throat> it will be kind of the way of Cain. He'll be walking. Uh, there will be a guy walking through the United States, but not walking. He'll be traveling through the United States. And you're going to see the United States through his eyes, which obviously would have a red pill bend to it, but not, not necessarily as much as it pertains to women, but general independent thought and a defeatist nature. But with a science fiction, not a huge science fiction spin, but a science fiction spin like, oh, crap, that's going on. And then which may lead to a sequel. But uh, I just want that character and people to experience his life <clears throat> going through it uh, and see what he sees. So you paint a picture like, yeah, society is screwed up and the individual is right. So that's that's kind of what it is. So there's different things. It's going to be pretty dark and depressing. Maybe maybe more depressing and sad than dark. Um, and then the the finale will be the oh crap, and that's what it's about. And then you have to go through there. I've thought about introducing some um, <clears throat> antagonists, some enemies, but I don't know if I want to complicate it that much. You almost would have to in order for it to have a sequel, like a part two. But I um, and I, I might have time to do it. I got to I got to do the more, you know, sensible thing and start another class or get another book. But the comic book is that's that's generally the idea. Mexi man and cheese five bucks back in 2014. We all laughed at people getting gender studies degrees saying there are no jobs. I guess a couple of them made. A job happened. Well, yeah, I mean, you made your political science, you know, what's her name? Ocasio-Cortez has a degree in international relations or something. She does not have a degree in economics. She has a minor in economics. <clears throat> or maybe it's international studies or international relations, whatever. Um, some people do get successful, right. Um, but for every one of them, there's a hundred, if not a thousand people who are failing. Trent M, two bucks, unrelated thoughts on possible nuke bot use by Russia. If you read what Vladimir Putin said, he did not say um, we are threatening nuclear. It would be a response to a nuclear threat. Like if, if there was a nuclear attack, they would. They, all he said is nukes are still on the table. It was not that much of a threat. It was merely a statement like, here's a statement of fact. We're, we're not against using our nukes. That's what he said. But read his own. It, you could look it up on the Kremlin. <clears throat> You don't have to like search on Google, which filters out the non-Russian view. You could go to the, the Russian websites. They'll tell you what he said verbatim. I think it was in response to NATO kind of saber rattling as well. Johnny Green, five bucks. Hi, Cappy. Can I get a happy birthday? It's my birthday today. <clears throat> Just turned 23. Also, how do I get the girl some? Uh, you get gender reassignment surgery, Johnny. You identify as as Zer. You carry some mattresses and you cut off your boobs. Um, happy birthday, John! What are you gonna do? Are you gonna do anything fun? Twenty? Yeah, after twenty one, there are no real exciting birthdays. Just, eh, this is another twenty something birthday. 
Oh, are these my 20s? Yep, that's it. They're your 20s. Nothing exciting. Nonstop Dre parent uh, for two bucks. Parents mean breeders just reproducing? Yeah. Well, and another variable we forgot to add into this. How much of these are encouraged by single moms who like the moms don't care about the children? They only view the child as something to brag about. Like the moms who brag about the children being special needs, whatever that is, like full-blown, you know, Down syndrome to a touch of the tism. My child, you know, they put the bumper stick, you know, see autism and all that. It's like, well, if you really cared about your kid, why did you raise the kid without a father? Don't you think not having the father caused the autism? I don't know. Um, so yeah, the the mom, you see the mom, there's like a picture on the article, I believe, where the mom's like, you know, posing. No dad in the picture. It's uh, most of your parents don't love you guys. I'm being deadly serious about most American parents don't love their children. Certainly not more than themselves. You are things to them. You are freaking things. It's the truth. And, you know, and, and you may have reservations and issues with Islam, but you know what? Islam starting to look pretty darn sane. Why? Because they, I think they love their children. I think they kind of care about their kids. I don't, I really, I don't know. It's a sad day when, well, you know, that, that uh, religion we kind of went to war with on its more extreme elements. We have some issues and reservations about some of their yeah, archaic, uh, some would say barbaric aspects of their religion. Starting to look pretty sane compared to people cutting off their, their junk. I'm not for bombing buildings, but I'm for people not cutting off their junk. Somewhere in between those two. <clears throat> Sam Whiskey, five bucks. My dad prefers Jill St. John over Ann Margaret, and they're both blessed in the upper. Ooh, who's Jill? Wait, he prefers Jill. Who's Jill St. John? Hang on. Jill St. John. If she's better looking than Ann Margaret. What? Well, that's an older one. Jill St. John. Uh, was she on Petticoat Junction? Mm, still alive. Diamonds are forever. <clears throat> Who's minding the store? The Oscar. Um, Seinfeld. Around the world in 80 days. Emerald. Just seeing the act, Houston Concrete Show Rooster, Magnum PI, uh, The Love Boat, Old Faithful, uh, still in the 70s, Batman TV series, Bob Hope, The Liquidator, The Big Valley, The Oscar, The Spy Killer. Oh, she has. She's been in a lot. The Lost World. Ba, 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 ba. Maybe not. Um, <clears throat> she's married to that guy. Pinup. Let me take a look here. St. John Pinup. She's all right. I'm. I mean, yeah, of course I do her, but I don't think she's. She's no Anne Margaret material. <clears throat> um. Yeah, I don't see. I mean, yeah, I mean, no one would kick her out of bed. Ooh, biddies. But not 
No, I, I take Anne Margaret over her any day. Who is she married to? Who is this guy? He's, uh, was he the uh, million dollar man? Jill St. John husband. Who is that guy? <clears throat> Robert Wagner. Okay. Married to Robert Wagner. Oh, they've been married since 1990. Is he still alive? Yeah. Wood bang. Wood bang. Maxi man and cheese, 10 bucks. How the trans path works. Mountains of praise upon up until the surgeries are done. Then the cheerleaders move on to the next victim. And the last victim is left alone with their decision. No, I think they're continued on. I, I think they're like identified. And well, here's another aspect, Maxi man. The artificial environment of school. Like you're in middle school, right? Let's say you're in middle school and you have the surgery done. You got all the way until college. So eighth grade. Uh, so f one year there, then you got four years, four years. So that's 10 years of praise heaped on you. And then the artificial environment of school ends. Let's say you extended another two for grad school. So now you're at a dozen years. It will end. It inevitably will end. But by that time, I'm, I'm going to say again, most of these people choose it because they want the lazy path in life. They're going to be probably on a path to have a job, not a career or a profession, but a job in the nonprofits, touchy feely activists. So they're kind of in their um, <clears throat> cocoon, their echo chamber. So I don't, I think they're, they're always celebrated and certainly early on in middle school and high school, probably college as well. But after a while, they're going to be the, like, you know, you're the gay person at a gay nightclub. Well, well, one, you're probably having fun if you're legit gay. But you're not special. You're not unique anymore. And so I think that you get that initial hit. There's a right, and then it slowly drops off to even the when you're working in the industry where they be celebratory and receptive. Like how many how many celebrations of your traits do you need to have? Like I even get sick and tired of birthday parties. <clears throat> yeah, the sun went around, or the one around the sun another year. Forty eight now, yay. Like even you must get sick and tired of the praise. But another you do enter that real world and, and the artificial environment of school ends and then you're sent on there and no guys are asking you. Like think about the poor girl that presented as a guy and slept with the guy. Then she regretted because she wouldn't have rest to feed her children. Well, she entered the real world and that, that having that experience with that guy was the first introduction to the real world as it pertained to her to her sexuality. <clears throat> that then then that, that comes crashing down you know when i found out my finance degree was where oh everyone oh man straight a's you're gonna be fine and the the crushing reality was i didn't i wasn't gonna get a job i was gonna be poor for another decade essentially what's it like like you made this irrevocable decision <laughs> irreversible decision about something important as your sex yeah, I could see why the, the attempted rates at suicide are so high and why we should probably warn people. And the last victim is left alone with their decision. Yeah, in, in the end, though, it is. And here's another thing people just don't realize. With a fad, if enough people, oh, yeah, I'm, I, you don't know down there unless they went through the actual search. You don't know. <clears throat> so if when everyone is super, no one will be. Or what was it? When everyone's an incredible, no one will be. Well, when everyone is non-binary, no one will be. 
and then it won't be special anymore. I'm Pan. Oh, you and literally one out of every two girls. I have purple hair. I have tattoos. See how quickly those are just ubiquitous and therefore worthless and meaningless? It's going to be the same thing. I'm, I'm uh, transitioned. They're not even going to ask whether you went through the surgery or not. No one will care. Okay, good for you. No, but I'm transitioned. Yeah, I heard you the first time. We're gay and we're proud. Oh, okay. Congratulations. Yeah, I'm for you. Inevitably, they want fealty and celebration all the time because they're trying to derive their value from it. It's, I just, whereas, and instead of just actually being gay or whatever, Hispanic or Jewish, and like, oh, yeah, we got, a, we got Hanukkah. Oh, no reason to celebrate it all the time. But in the meantime, I'm, I'm an artist or I'm a dentist or I do something really cool. Oh, look at that work you do who happens to be a Jew. But we don't celebrate it. Yeah, I, I want to know, which is why I'm kind of impressed with the, the non-binary doctors. All right, you went and did some. You became a surgeon. So, <clears throat> And the other guy who busted his ass off working out. All right, there's some accomplishment. I can see that. Greg Martin, nine uh, British pounds. Cappy, my 14-year-old daughter has this affliction. Some teachers at school are referring to her by her chosen male name. It's mental illness like anorexia, threats to disown would end my 18-year marriage. Well, your 18-year marriage is not more important than your daughter. Terribly sorry. <clears throat> and you better get your wife in on the same page and homeschool your kid. How much do you love your kid? Do you love your marriage or do you love your kid? It's a hard choice. I get it. But your wife should be in. You're like, no. No, you're not doing this. I mean, have she might actually be like, look, are you or are you just doing this for popularity? You know, you got to be honest with yourself, but you're not going to need surgery. You're going to wait till you're 18 and you're an adult. But you got to get your wife in on this. If your wife isn't going to be in on it, I guess the marriage, I mean, I, it's over. <laughs> I'd be like, what? We're not going to sit our daughter down and make sure she doesn't make a wrong choice about this very important thing. You know, you're not a get, let's say your daughter genuinely is not straight. All right. <clears throat> Obviously, you should love her and support her, but make sure and it's not a popularity ploy. It's mental illness like anorexia. I, I well, okay. Gee, if only, she, if only she had a dad to do something about it. If only her father was around, huh? Am I right, buddy? Nonstop Dre, two bucks. Questioning clown world equals being toxic istinism. Yeah, it, it it truly isn't. You actually are for the genuine best. You're not saying don't become it. Like, hey, I don't want you to kill yourself. Re, all right. There's all the drugs you want. Like, yeah, what are you this week? All right. Uh, Burby Shield, uh, two Australian dollars. Free the nipple movement takes a whole new meaning. I know. Uh, go ahead and do it. They should have, have surgeons come to school. Hey, kids, you want to, hey, look at this. You know, you want to be special? You want to be unique? Remember uh, the nutty professor with um, the Professor Kelp? Watch the nutty professor. All the kids at the end end up wanting to become cool. Buddy love. The real Holtzenator. Five bucks. Tactically encouraging leftists to get surgery would be a winner over time. It would be. And it's quite, my approach is kind of apolitical. I, I mean, it doesn't matter what these kids' politics are. It's just like, I hope you don't make the wrong cho a choice. 
But yeah, what's the worst thing you can do to a liberal arts major? Tell them to keep majoring in the liberal arts. What's the worst thing you can do to a leftist? Tell them to keep putting their politics over love. What's the worst thing you can do to a feminist? Encourage her decisions. Deprive her the thought or the, the, the realization that you could have something else that isn't working. What, what's the worst thing you could do to a career? It's encourage them to get an MBA and work more and make more money and pay more taxes. Like, go, go, go. Fat, accept it. Eat more. Go, do it. Yes. Nonstop trade, two bucks. You die. You either die a hero or live enough to be a villain. Correct. Correct. Oh, new. Um, I didn't recognize this. Zars. Is that Zimbabwean dollars? What's Zars? Z-A-R to USD. What's the Zar? <clears throat> South African rands. Okay, six cents. Uh, 0.06. Uh, five bucks, $4.80. 80 bucks. Thank you for all that you do, sir. Thanks, Tasheen. Uh, they got the same problem in South Africa. Are you guys poor enough that you guys got more important issues on your hands than than little Amy thinks she might be little Bobby? Nonstop trade, two bucks. What's the next step on the crazy train pass? Oh, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm absolutely fascinated with the leftist ability to come up with shockingly new and stupid crap to get excited about. I guess pedophilia will be next. I guess they go on to normalize that. Already kind of a little bit of indication that might be be it. I maybe they're going to go for like animal voting rights. We almost have to get into the ethereal, like astrology and spiritual world. Um, yeah, it, it that's always a morbid fascination. Like, where where are you going to debauch society and humanity even further? Um, I mean, maybe it could go so far. Everybody wants sex, at least the men do. I think they may go for sex rights where good-looking people, because they can only redistribute so much money, Uh, but they may ultimately like, well, I want to have sex with good-looking people, and they're going to like ordain good-looking people, and you're going to have to have like, instead of working in the fields, you're going to have to be a, a pleasure maiden. <clears throat> Abdul Wahib, 10 bucks. Cap, I invite all American men to Islam. Christianity is not serving many men. Well, you ain't wrong about that, boy. I mean, in Christianity, it's an original form, yes. I mean, you could say most religions in their original, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, orthodox form <clears throat> does, but in its effective form. I mean, even Islam is starting to, you guys are getting uh, under the assail from, from feminism, especially in Western countries. Uh, but yeah, Christianity is still, you got to find an old school Eastern Orthodox type of church for good or bad. Islam is not going to bend itself for zeitgeist. Islamic laws are set in stone, pun intended. <laughs> ah, ah, I see what you did there. <laughs> That's some dark humor, sir. That's a good one. <laughs> um, it, he, you're right. If, if someone has to choose a religion, you're going to have to find an orthodox one, whatever variety and flavor. Islam, of which is being the highest percentage orthodox and true to the original teachings. Uh, the problem I have, and I think a lot of people in this, is we're just not religious. We're agnostic. It, it's it's nothing specific against Islam or Christianity or Judaism. It's like, we don't necessarily believe in a God or any one particular religion in it. Now, in terms of like a... <clears throat> 
set of social rules and mores that's going to survive. Yeah, I'd say I'd have to put my money on Islam because they're not buckling. They're adhering to uh, even in adhering to their uh, religious tenets. They're also adhering to some form of reality in many instances. Like generally, there are two genders. That's it. Yes, you should have fathers in the household. Men are not disposable. You should remain married. Um, and if I had to choose between having Islam raise a kid or government schools, I'll take Islam all the time. So I don't know if the, is it madrasas? Is that the schools? Not mosques. Mosques are where you were. Is it madrasas? Is that the school? Whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, your kids are going to come out better going to, well, depending on the religion, but generally a religious school than going to the public schools. Um, <clears throat> but it it's men uh, agnostic or a religious people could certainly learn something from Islam. I mean, don't borrow money. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> We've heard that before. I wonder if there'd be financial problems if we followed Islam. New Horizons, five bucks. If you identify as binary, that puts everyone into a category of binary and non-binary, thus creating a binary system. My trap. <laughs> well, you can be fluid. I don't care what. <clears throat> go go do your thing, man. Go do your th- I'm not going to just don't bother anyone. Don't demand people bow down and worship you and, and give you preferential treatment. No. Nonstop trade two bucks. Cappy is a proud inf- is a proud influencer too ahead of his time. No, I don't want to be an influencer. <clears throat> I don't want to be a a life coach. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to. I just can I just he died the asshole consultant. That's it. Yes, Cappy. Madar Madarsa Madarsa. Okay, there we go. Um. Let me go. Oh, we got to. <clears throat> Let me go through here. Um, This is from uh, our Asian expedition agent in the field. Um, Although I've lived in several different parts of Asia up to a full year, it is not easy to do, especially without a lot of local support, family or employer, a lot of money. All my experiences were as a single wealthy white male. And I also lived, worked in a place for a few years before living in Asia and knew many Vietnamese and Thais before I ever traveled to Southeast Asia, less culture shop. Please keep me anonymous. Thailand is better suited for periodic and permanent stays. If you do not want to be part of society, fantasy Island type of existence. Thai people are friendly and easy to get along with, but the culture is quite different from individuals from Western culture. The best way to describe Thailand is that it's not like it's a lot like living on an Indian reservation in the U.S. If the reservation were in Hawaii, safer, cheaper with great food. Thailand is easy to live a simple life, enjoy great food, enjoy a hobby. Um, I don't want to identify you. Some interesting hobbies there but almost impossible to have a Western style relationship or even friendships with Thai people. Air pollution is bad and getting worse in Bangkok and Chiang Mia. Hua Hin air <clears throat> is clean from December to August, then hit Bangkok air from September to December. Phuket is clean all year long, but isolated. In my experience, working full-time in Thailand is a hassle, lots of rules and regulations, but not much benefit for low salary. I still work in Thailand, but only for short-term gigs. One can easily navigate around Thailand for one to six months a year and enjoy life without issues. Don't get involved in drugs, drinking, or bar girls. 
Most of these people crash and burn quickly are a one-way ticket to some kind of big trouble below are examples of which are plentiful. Below is a website recommended to me by my junior college. <clears throat> the first time I lived in Phuket town in 2005. Everyone should read some of the longer stories before moving to Thailand. I rarely if ever interact with Thai people I didn't meet in the U.S. and the friends on a social level. I spend more time with Chinese, Korean, Hong Kong, Singapore, and European tourists than any Thais. Interesting. The website's here. Stickmanbangkok.com. Um, and he has a YouTube. And then DW Lost Boys <clears throat> can ha what can happen when weak men go to Thailand and lose control. Um, and that's a YouTube video. Can I? I'll put that in the chat room if I can. Did that take? You know, okay, it's there. It's in the chat room. I think we know no matter where you go, Thailand or not, we're not, um, we have, at least in my audience, we have no delusional expectations. Like, oh my God, it's going to be, I don't know. It's going to be uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, but with thin Thai women. We We know that. Vietnam is great if one is working. Uh, there we go. I taught in Vietnam for a few times for a, for a total of two years. Each time I was hired, part of the process was to meet the president, rector of the university for 15 to 20 minutes, who would give me his business card and would write down his personal cell number and all said, if you have ever have any issues, <clears throat> please call me anytime, day or night. And I never had any issues while working in Vietnam. The only time I spent more than a few days in Vietnam without the protection of an employer I was subjected to endless blackmailing and harassment from a kite instructor who got angry that I wasn't buying hookers and drugs for him. I don't buy hookers and drugs for anyone. The assumption from this Vietnamese guys is that all Western people are scum. And if I wouldn't buy hookers and drugs for him, he was going to blackmail me out of money. If you are scammed while working, the employer will take care of anyone hassling you first with a warning, then with physical harm. I understood why the presidents gave me their personal numbers without protection. Vietnam is dangerous. There are no contract laws or really any laws in Vietnam. So without the protection of an employer, a foreigner is a sitting duck. If you marry a Vietnamese, then you will have the protection of her family and friends. Socializing, assuming you have a secure, secure job, is very similar to the U.S. as Vietnam is occupied by the U.S. for 50 years. It was a colony of France for 200 years prior to that. That long? <clears throat> Ask about DMB Fu. Uh, so most West Vietnamese are very Western in their views, lived in Vietnam for two years, working without a single issue. When I went there on a vacation for one month, it was a nightmare of cons and harassments. Food in Vietnam is not as clean as in Thailand. Several foreigners have become very sick from different kinds of food poisoning as the Vietnamese that survived the American war have bulletproof immune systems. Dating in Vietnam is nearly identical to dating in little Saigon in California. Well, how many, I don't think anyone, both people have been, we've been to both places. <clears throat> I enjoy living in Vietnam, but will not return there without the protection of an employer who has set up everything from renting an apartment, buying a motorbike, everything as doing it, everything as doing it on your own result in some kind of scam. I use credit card to pay for a hotel room as the manager claimed payment from the website wasn't confirmed. Card was hijacked, used in organized crime, bought thousand of items at $50 each. Luckily, always stopped before reflecting my bill. Another time was charged five times for a room, et cetera. Constant scams when you have to do anything without the support of an employer. Yeah, I, I guess I'm not going to Vietnam. Always frame it that in Thailand, you have to go looking for trouble and there's plenty to find. 
But if you live a normal life type, people will leave you alone and treat you very well as a foreigner. In Vietnam, trouble will find you without protection of a powerful employer. You are screwed. I heard you. Ba, 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 uh, ba, 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 ba. All right. <clears throat> there we go. That goes into global reconnaissance. Uh, do I want to talk about the railroads? <clears throat> no, this is a long one. Maybe I'll use that for a thing later. Okay, good. That's that. <clears throat> Let's go rest of the super chest. And Cappy's going to go to Dajimza. Dajimza, Dajimza. Thashin, again, for 80 uh, uh, South, uh, South African dollars. Sheikh Imran Nazar Hossein. Watch his lectures for economics. I, you know what? I am going to because I could listen to that in um my gym day today. Sheik, is he Indian then? Sheik, Imran, Hussein. There was another Muslim guy, I think he was just regular old imam, and he was talking about economics and all that and minimalism. And I was like, damn, this guy's good. He was very well spent. Forget Muslim or not. I mean, his delivery, his presentation, um, audiovisual was good. I'm sure he's very popular among uh, uh, online with the Muslim community. But it, it was actually kind of a secular um, sermon he was giving. I'm like, oh, it was very intellectually stimulating. Remember the people we were at war with 20 years ago and they were at war with us? Now, oh, we got a common enemy. It's called feminism. Uh, Eric Burns Marsh, five bucks. Cappy, did you see this article on Yahoo News? I'm paycheck to paycheck. I make 350000 a year, but have 88000 in student loans, 170000 in car loans. I No, you want to email it to me? I mean, Yahoo News is, is all fake. It's a tabloid. Um, I, I'm sure out of 300 million Americans, there's a moron that makes that much money. He has 170,000 in car loans. Sounds like a guy. Women don't do that dumb car stuff. They're smart. They have you boys pay for it. <laughs> Are we done? Are we caught up? I think we're caught up. All right. Let's go to the League of Extraordinary Podcasters. If you're sick and tired of listening to me, Let's go to League of Extraordinary Podcasters. There is Pushing Rubber Downhill, both the book and the podcast. Go to pushingrubberdownhill.com. Piero San Giorgio, he's a guy over in Switzerland. Italian guy, <clears throat> older guy with a lot of girls. Daybydaycartoon.com. Canto Talk starring Silvio Canto. Those of you of the Latino community might find him interesting. 405media.com. Kerry Lutz, his financial survival network.com. That's where if you want to learn about silver and precious metals, that's your guy. Masculine Geek and go to Masculine Geek on the YouTubes or MasculineGeek.life. The goddamn bacon on YouTube if you want to hear him and his, his happy, his happy cabal of Southerners. Man, the Confederate is alive and well on Bacon's channel. They talk about gun and booze and meat. Uh, Jack Napier's Red Evening. Rob says at robsays.net. Turd flinging monkey. Dr. David Proden, the safety doc, safetyphd.com. Better Bachelor on YouTube. The Rule Zero Gang, you can search them. Hotep Jesus, do subscribe and tune into Hotep Jesus.
speaking of uh, smarter than the average bear, if you want to learn about uh, surviving seven steps, survival, surviving out in the wilderness and being living off grid, uh, tune into Doug. And of course, none other than the famous Elkins Accounting Hour, Vlad Elkins. Subscribe to his channel. He is not podcasting today. He is flying back to Chicago, which I don't know why, but he is. And if he kindly would, go pick up my books. I got <clears throat> the Book of Numbers Better Bachelor Edition. Speaking of which, if you guys, he is trying to win $250,000 and he's in first place. The proceeds, if he win it, is going to go to uh, property he's going to buy to create a men's retreat out there. Um, people are like, oh, he's just doing it for himself. He gets to keep the property. He he could win it and not do the not uh, do the retreat. You dumbasses. So if you go to any one of his channels, I don't have the um. Or actually, you know what? <clears throat> you go to one of my videos. Look for the Better Bachelor one. The link to his affiliate thing is below. It goes to Jeremy's Razors. You don't have to subscribe to Jeremy's Razors. I was informed that you could just subscribe to the Daily Caller or the Daily Mail, whatever the heck. Um that website links to. So if you get a razor subscription, better bachelor gets a point. You subscribe to the website. Joker gets a point. And then uh, he still stays at first place. And so I just wanted to do that when that we have bachelor pad economics. This is the flagship product. If you want to get your finances together where it's like, yeah, if I went to a million or 200,000, that's nice. Otherwise, man, I don't care. <clears throat> Were you not like, I need insurance to pay for my $12,000 breast removal surgery? Uh... Um, and then curse of the high IQ. Are you guys smart? Are you sick and tired of stupid people? You are. You want to ram slow driving people off the road? You do. How do you get curse of the high IQ? Available in paperback, Kindle, and audio, and learn why it's painful to be smart. Uh, let me get the rest of the super chats and then we will <clears throat> end with the great and merciful Corona Chan prayer. Thrash in again for eight generous, uh, 80 generous South African dollars. You'll connect with this personality. Reach out to him and please to collaborate. Well, let me listen to the guy first. I'm like, hey, my name's Aaron Cleary. Here's my big swinging white dick. Kapow. Want to have me on your show? Huh? <laughs> I'll look. I'll look. All right, <clears throat> bow your heads in prayer. Dear great and merciful Corona Chan, thank you for your non-sentient zero Fs given truth. The teeth and threats that have been missing so much in the real, real world that are yet necessary for us to value life, acknowledge truth, and love our fellow man. May your nature continue to expose the evil and parasitic among us, the lazy and those that put themselves above all others, our slave masters who have kept us enslaved, teachers who can be replaced by YouTube, and the stupid and unprepared who riot for toilet paper when there is none. Bless us, O great Corona Chan, and reward us, specifically those of us who are smart enough to have a one-month supply of toilet paper and who stocked on 556 ammo as a matter of basic insurance policy. And may thine blessing come in the form of lower asset prices, less boomers, less traffic, cheap gas, and near-free airline flights. In that name, Wuhan, Wuhan, amen. Don't save. <clears throat> no more super chats. Get the hell out of here. We'll see you guys later. Toodles.